Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could be with us. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, Pastor Corey. It's uh, good to be here again. It is good to be here, Tim. And we're in the studios, but we have a, a new friend oh, in our presence. Yeah. Do you want to introduce our friend, or should I? Or? I, I, I can try. Okay. And then you can yeah. Our new friend is Mike. Mike, can you say hello? <laughs> I don't think he's going to say hello. He's not going to say because, hello. Because Mike is a... Microphone. Microphone. Yes. Okay. We were gifted a, a microphone by a, a West Side listener, or we think might be a listener, uh, one of my brothers. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. A uh, big shout out to Clay. Thank you for a, a great donation here. So we're using it. So if we sound better and more handsome... Oh, Yeah. Definitely it's definitely the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Clay, for that. Uh, we got it yesterday in the mail, and here it is in use, very easy to use, and we're hoping it makes things better. Yeah, so cool. So, yeah. Well, we've got stuff to talk about. We do. Yeah. That's, that's why we do that's this. That's why we're here on the podcast. What are we talking about? Well, first off, we have uh, an upcoming event here at the church on September 29th. We've mentioned it before, but the... Young Life uh, Banquet is happening uh, this Sunday, September 29 at 5 p.m. here at the church. And it's a banquet and auction, hoping to raise some awareness for uh, Young Life and uh, raise some money uh, to right. help support that uh, mission in our community. So that's just want to invite everyone to attend. This Sunday, September, September 29, 5 p.m. at Palouse Federated Church. At Palouse Federated Church, 635. Which is the church... On the hill. Church on the hill. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. Come out and support Young Life, which is a great outreach ministry in our area, uh, led by Mark Sawyer and his team, Mark and Brittany Sawyer, and some some great leaders and helpers. And uh, yeah, so that's coming up. Yeah. And then they have an area dinner the next week yep. that if you're interested in the area-wide Young Life, you can hear more about it at our local dinner, and it's coming up the following weekend. Um, and we have our youth ministry in our area. We have some big news too. I, I think we should talk about that. Yeah. Um, our faithful youth leaders, uh, Scott and Ariel Schultz are transitioning to a new home in Reardon. It's kind of where Scott's roots are from. And so they're going back there in mid October and we are bringing, uh, a new couple on board, Riley and Vanessa Moore, who are gonna? Who are already kind of starting? They're volunteering and right. are gonna be the new youth leaders. So we're praying um, and celebrating with uh, Scott and Ariel as they move on, and giving thanks for them and giving thanks that God has brought Riley and Vanessa onto the team for yeah. youth ministry. So, yeah, youth ministry, youth group night is uh, Wednesday nights. Uh, dinner starts at six thirty. Right? Yeah, this is like the best youth group ever. I mean, you, you get fed so? and yeah. like dinner. I never got you dinner never... at my youth group. We, we occasionally got dinner. <laughs> this is like yeah. every week we get a great oh, dinner for the kids. Good dinners. Yeah, yeah. yeah what so, did they have last week? I I came oh, late. I didn't see. Last but it looked weeks. really good. Yeah, uh, they 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 get all kinds of things. So dinner at six thirty, and then they have some worship. They have a Bible study. They have games. Uh, great teaching. Good time. So if you know anybody. Uh, 6th grade through 12th grade, uh, they're they're invited to the youth group. Yeah. So that's about all good. we have. Yeah. Well, we we uh, nice? we're in yeah we're in a new sermon series 
on the Lord's Prayer. New-ish. New-ish, you're right. I guess it depends on how, you know, if if you have a 50-week sermon series, then it's definitely still new. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be doing it into November. So, So yeah, we're on the front end. And uh, we are... We did Your Kingdom Come, or... uh, Yeah, Your Kingdom Come last week, right? Yes. Yes, we're in the Lord's Prayer. (laughs) Yeah, we're in the Lord's Prayer. And we did Our Father... Yes, Who Art in Heaven, Hallowed be Thy Name. And now we're doing... Your Kingdom Come, and now we are on Your Will Be Done. Yes, or Thy Will. Or Thy Will. And on Earth as it is in Heaven. So that... That's our text for this week. I my chair. I don't normally sit in this chair, and it's squeaking. squeaking. And I'm wondering if this mic's going to pick up all that squeaking. Probably. We're going to find that it's out. So amazing. Wow. Well, I would just sit in my normal chair next time. I know we have to be careful, like not to jiggle the table because there's that one wiggly, noisy there thing under this, there, and yeah, that thing, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I uh, I'm, take that. I'm really self-conscious <laughs> right now, but uh, anyway. I did tape the other side. Can you tell down there it's taped? So, well, yeah. yeah, don't rip the tape. Though. I, w- I won't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, God's will. will. Oh, Not God, your will. Oh, God's will. Okay. God's will. That's probably better than my will. No probably about it, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> is that how you've always read it? No, 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 no. Okay, no, good, good, no. good. What um, what does this mean? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. That's that's what you're going to be that's preaching what, about, well, right? Yeah. So yeah, your will be done. What we what does that mean? We had an interesting conversation about how we use that phrase inside of the church um, at our Bible study. Yeah, uh, and how we we tend to think about it as a specific direction or choice. Like that we that that we would make, uh, and the question we pose to ourselves is: Is that question what God wills for our life? Or okay, whatever, so right? like, what do you mean? Is um, I got a red car and a blue car, and is it God's will that I buy the red car or the blue car? Kind of, kind of yeah. to put it in simple, simple silly terms, terms. Perhaps a little bit more in depth than that. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. A station wagon okay. or a well, in life it gets a, more complicated, <laughs> right? But we—is it just that God's God's wanting us to choose the right path, or is is God's will? Should we think of it differently than that? And, yeah, and yeah. I think we should think of it differently than that. I I read one uh, pastor this this week, or maybe it was last week. I don't know when I read it, but. He essentially says uh, the word of God is the will of God, like the mm. the revealing the revealed word of God, the 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 plan of God in Scripture, the teachings of Christ and His example. Uh, that is God's revealed will for us. So uh, sometimes people ask, "Well, how can I know God's will?" Right. And so essentially, what you're saying is, at least one way is to go to the Scripture. Right. I think, what do people mean when they say that? When they say, well, yeah. how do I know God's will? They're usually saying, I want to know the future or mm. something. I want to not like make a decision telling, yeah. wrong or something like that. But I think the truth is, knowing God's will is about knowing God's ways. Um, how God wants us to live. More than God is expecting us to you know, understand the future. We can't. We don't really get the future. Right. We That's not our deal. I mean... 
I, one of the verses I didn't bring up this morning, Tim, was Micah 6, 8. Do you have that memorized? Oh, if you got me started, I think I do. You have shown me, oh Lord, what is good. Uh, uh, to, to do justice, to love. Did I? To oh, do oh I, I, t- I started to it wrong. Mercy. I totally started wrong. He has told. He has told you, oh man, what is good. To do justice, to love. And what does the Lord require? Well, not of what you? does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Yes. Roughly. Roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We screwed that up. But but point being, Old Testament and New Testament, there's quite a bit revealed about what God wants from us. Yeah. Right? He, uh, in Micah 6, 8, he wants us to be people who are all about justice, kindness, and humility. Mm. Uh, I haven't done that perfectly yet. Have you, Tim? I, no. I, okay. You know, no. so, do, I mean, you know, we, we, you know we, we need to care about that uh, that God has revealed for us. So are we living a life of justice, kindness, and humility? That well, could be one uh, way we think about God's will. There's much more than that, yeah. but that, that could be part of it. Yeah. Right? Should be part of it. Yeah. I just think it's kind of, um, since God, I guess living God's will is, is kind of um, another way of putting it maybe is living his His heart ah. out in in our daily lives and the things caring about the things that he cares about and, and, uh, walking in the ways that, that he walked. And so, uh, certainly there's examples in the old and new Testament that, I mean, God has, uh, I'm just thinking of other verses where, you know, we, we might hear, you need to care for the orphans and the widows right. and, and, or love your neighbor, um, uh, love your enemies. Uh, lots of these are this pray is for those this are is for those who persecute. That is the heart of God and the the will of God. Give thanks in all circumstances. Yeah, this is God's, God's will, will for, you for you in Christ Jesus. So, yeah, there's there's a ton of things revealed that we are to uh, live out in our life, or we are to do. And but I think one of the traps, even there, I think all that's right. But one of the traps is then we think, okay, that's God's will. So if I just if I just do some things, then I'll be really holy or I'll be really good. I'll be in God's will. I think mm. I think we need to realize that um, we don't do any of this apart from His grace and His leading. I'm not trying to take away free will or responsibility or anything like that. But I I I don't want us to think that. Um, uh, I guess I'm trying to protect against. Uh, pride or arrogance or even just maybe not even that maybe people get overburdened like am i doing enough Mm. you know oh it's god's will to do justice and kindness and mercy ah am i that seems too that seems really big yeah and then so they think it they think of those wonderful words and those those wonderful ways of living but they allow the the evil one to kind of twist it into a overwhelming burden instead Mm. of a a beautiful way to live and or they like the pharisees uh, another side of that is they could make it into a checklist well sure. look at me i've done god's will um and so you know so i'm righteous and holy and you're not uh and i think both of those are kind of missing the point right um with god's grace and the holy spirit helping us um we become people who learn how to do god's will uh, uh, somebody brought it up this morning. They say, they said the Proverbs, right? Proverbs 3. 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not in your understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him, and, and he, he will, will make direct, your path. Direct, direct your, your path. path. So, right. so if, if you're <laughs> believing or trusting with all your heart and you're, uh, you're acknowledging him and you're seeking after him, he's going to help you. He's going to doesn't straight paths does, or direct paths doesn't mean everything's going to be smooth and easy, but he's going to help you live in God's will. That's one way of thinking of it, right? Um, yeah, have you have you ever what, what what do you think about when you think about God's God's will? Yeah, all like the, is it God's all will? Things. All the things? All the things. Um, <laughs> like pineapple on pizza, God's will or not? Oat milk or <laughs> oh, no. God's will or not? Um, you brought it up oh, again. Sorry, no, I know we're okay. supposed to not talk about it anymore. It's yeah. not God's will to it's drink oat God's milk. Will. Okay. Um, oat milk. Some yes, people thought oat. I was saying goat milk. No. Oat. oat. And Mil- now we have a new microphone. <laughs> so maybe I'm clearer. Maybe. Maybe. Um, you know, I think I, th- I think this is a an issue, or the, the idea of God's will is something that Christians struggle with trying to understand. And... I don't think that I've necessarily got my head all wrapped around it the right way all the time. Um, but I'm just uh, really appreciating the discussion about it because I think I think we just don't talk about it, you know? And oh, so we just wonder, yeah. we just go through life not really, like we're just wondering, you know, what is this all Maybe about? Maybe I'm so outside just, of God's let's will. Let's just talk about it yeah, and yeah, say, yeah. what is it? And it was so encouraging to really think about it in the context of, well, the Bible reveals so much of his will to us. And so while there will be, there will be situations in our lives where we don't, maybe we don't know or we can't mm-hmm. tell if we're doing the right thing, if we're following God's will, there are um there are some instructions to help us along the way. Right. And if we if we keep going back to the Bible, if we check our decisions um, and, and the choices that we face with Scripture and, and we consider how we're treating our, our neighbors and, and we do it in light of how Scripture instructs us, then uh, we've, we've got a good start. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. Yeah. And there's a certain amount of freedom there. Not that we should just do things willy-nilly we should be considerate thoughtful people but we shouldn't be like all bound up with anxiety like yeah oh, did i pick the right socks today and please the almighty god yeah and like you know if we're living to honor him and please him um then and we're honestly discerning that and working out the will of god in our life there's a there's a freedom to not worry you know, and it, right there in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus teaches us, right? Yeah. That don't worry. Don't worry about the anxieties. And it's life. not, I struggle with that. You know, but. and it's not like we have to figure it all out. Like, right. it's up to it's us. It's not a puzzle to, to figure like, out. Oh, I've got to figure out yeah. God's will. It's like, well, did you, did, did God's you, will's here. Right. Part of it, and I then... really struggled with that in my life. <laughs> so maybe I'm throwing this into the conversation, but that, you know, I struggled with this idea and sometimes still do about, um, the anxieties of life, which Jesus teaches directly about in the same chapter, Matthew 6. Uh, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, about what you will eat or what you will drink, about your body or what you put on. And he goes on and on. He then says, I take care of the birds of the air and right. everything. And, and, but I think, 
even Christian people, everybody can have this temptation to struggle with, um, am I doing the right things in life? Am I doing enough? Am I being a dad in the right way or a mom in the right way? You know, am I, um, am I doing life the right way? And um, I think there's a right teaching about God's will or praying it in this way. You know, are we people that are just saying God's will be done? Um, trusting that God will work that out as we, as we um, seek after him. Um, there's a lot of freedom there. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but I do have a thought about that from one of my professors in seminary, Tom McDaniel. He, he said that to say that the Bible is inspired is an incomplete sentence. You must say what the Bible is inspired about. I really like that. And then he said, so, we, we should say, the Bible is inspired about the will of God and the ways of man. And then he said, and the way you tell the truth, the way you tell which is which is if it, if it lives in the, in the light of the cross, it's the will of God. If it shrivels in the light of the cross, it's the ways of man. So we have this huge book, the Bible, that it's about God and it's about us. It teaches us God's will, as we're talking about. The Bible is, is inspired and teaches us about God's will. But it also has a lot of stuff about humankind and what we do when we go our own ways. And, uh, you know, so we have to, part of being a follower of Jesus is sorting that in our own life. What is the will of God in our life? What are the good attitudes I have? What are the things, uh, or, or what are the ways God wants me to live? And what are things that, you know, maybe I need to grow out of or, um, you know, change or have God change in me? That's, that, that was one thing that really helped me. Because um, sometimes I'll read a story in the Bible and, and sometimes it's not a good story or not a hero story, you know. Like Saul, um, Saul taking things taking matters into his own hand when he was king. He did this a couple of times at least, right? And uh, and I can say, oh, Saul, what a dummy. Yeah. And then I can think, oh, <laughs> oh, man, I've done that too, where I've run sure. ahead of God. Sure. Yeah. can't really run ahead of God, but you know what I mean, yeah. where I, I don't do something God's way, or I do my plan, and then I ask God to bless it later. Um, and anyway, I don't know if I'm making sense here today, Tim. The microphone's got me all intimidated here. Oh, I don't think it's that. Uh, uh, I think you're the, doing fine. The the other uh, thing, and I feel like I'm name-dropping professors, which is not my thing usually, but well, my favorite... Well, I shouldn't say that out loud. A wonderful professor oh, yeah, at Whitworth, Jerry Sitzer, Dr. Sitzer, has written a lot of great books, uh, but he wrote a very helpful book called The Will of God as, the, as a Way of Life. Hmm. And it's informed from Scripture and Christian tradition and his his experiences uh, he's had some pretty dramatic experiences of loss in his life but um, he just wrote this really freeing book about um, trusting the sovereign God and God's grace in in your daily life um, and I think that's what I want to encourage people that's what Jesus had this in this prayer that we're supposed to we're supposed to learn how to pray from this prayer right so we get to pray that that God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven in in our lives. Uh, that's pretty amazing. That as messed up as our world is, God's will can still be done here. Um, 
I just, yeah. Okay, that's all I have. That's all you have? No, I think, I don't know. I was, I was just going to ask you a question, but yeah, I'm, afraid if we, well, I'm afraid if we start down that path. No, go for uh, it. We've got time. So we've got just a few minutes left, which was just, so So what does this mean, this, we got your, we're praying for God's will to be done on earth, on earth we, that makes sense, as it is in heaven. Uh-huh. So so what does that, what does that wow. look like yeah. in reality? Like, what, what does that mean? What are we praying for? Mm. Yeah, in heaven where there's no no evil or no brokenness or pain, no murder, no no lust, no adultery, no greed. Um, you know, we're praying that God's um, truth and presence and, and love would be so uh, manifested in our life that that really we are exhibiting heaven here on earth that's does that sound crazy but i I mean we've been given the down payment of heaven so to speak in the holy spirit and and so we're we're praying god uh and i guess part of praying it regularly is really believing that that we are people that are going to be with him in his presence one day his kingdom is going to fully come we pray talked about that last week we pray that your kingdom come he is working this plan and we are we are people of we are citizens of heaven though we live on earth we're resident aliens, aliens you know in a sense is yeah. what what a couple authors called us we're we're um, we're supposed to live here and incarnate Christ but we are really new creations of heaven we've died to our earthly life and we are ambassadors is another term for us sent from sent from God to do his will while we are alive. And that that's that's how we should view our lives, right? Is we our lives aren't our own anymore. We've been bought at a price. That's another image. And we we're supposed to use our lives to do to do his work and live for his glory. Yeah. We are constantly tempted to do otherwise. Yes. Yes. Myself included. Yeah. I I mean we can live this life and have fun and do all kinds of things that involve earthly pleasures yet um, we must always keep in mind that we are doing this um, for the glory of God and for His mission. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Does that answer your question? I feel like I used a lot of Christianese. You, you did a little yeah, bit. Maybe yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah. to unpack yeah. that uh, in another episode. I don't know. But, yeah, or in the uh, sermon, or maybe. in the sermon. Yeah. yeah. So show up for the sermon on Sunday or listen online afterwards. But we've got to sign off. So uh, thank you all for listening. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our. Hilltop Studio in the beautiful rolling hills of Palouse, Washington, wishing you a blessed week.